trashy, trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trash Jesus stories. My name is Erica and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra and I'm your other host. Woo wee! We are doing another episode of Trashy, Trashy. Can you believe we just had our Spotify wrap up announcement go out? And I just want to say, I just want to say, maybe trash hands go hard. Yeah. We we are in your top 10 podcasts, your top five podcasts. We're the number one podcast for some of you. uh, Spotify even labeled you enthusiast that's your personality baby trash cans our listeners it says are super fans and god bless you god love every one of you we love that that means the world to us so thank you so much and also i am sorry because i have a confession to make oh okay i did my spotify wrap up and i have to apologize to everyone but my number two artist this year was Kanye West. And look, he used to be my favorite, you know, and like he's been bad for a while, but he has gotten so bad in the last six months or so. I felt like I was going through a mourning phase with him, you know, so I was like listening to his music, like maybe in the beginning side of the year, but I haven't listened to his music in a long time. So I was surprised to see him on there at all. But straight up number two, but yeah, like when you flip through that thing, they like play a little bit of what you've been listening to. And as soon as I started hearing Kanye playing, I was like, oh no, Cassandra, (laughs) how could you have done this? I feel like, I mean, I'll forget about it by next year, but it almost kind of gets you in your head of like, uh, cause Incubus was my number three. And so I threw like a little birthday party, like just a quick couple people birthday party for a friend who loves Incubus. And so I thought this would be a fun thing to have playing as Incubus when she walks in because it's a surprise party. And like you'd throw one surprise party for someone and all of a sudden Incubus is your number three artist. Like it's making me want to not let people mess with my metrics, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, yeeks that he's your number two. I, you know, I went to do my Spotify wrap up and Spotify just said, sorry, babe, we don't even have enough data on you this year. <laughs> Listen to shit. What do you use? I've switched to Apple Music. Oh, I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pay artists for their time and buy albums if I can. But Spotify was like, we can't even scrape together a top five list for you. Well, maybe you don't deserve one on your high ass horse, bitch. I know. I mean, it. I. It's a danger. It's a danger to me how high the horse I ride on is because if I fall, I just gain momentum, and honestly, <clears throat> the ground could be damaged because of you know I, items pick up velocity as they fall. It's something with gravity and physics. I never took the classes, but sure. Yeah, high is the horse I ride. Heavy is I, the heavy is the burden. I guess the question is, you think you're better than me? You know what? I thank you so much. Um, no. <laughs> okay, I see. But, yeah, I I probably listened to 10, 10 hours of music this year at, at most. I, I I've been in a heavy podcast place. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I guess. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Do you listen to our podcast? Yeah, I do, for quality control. Sometimes yeah. Winston catches me listening when he's like listening to your own podcast. And I'm like, quality checks. I'm I'm QA testing. 
I know I get so embarrassed when I get caught listening to my own podcast, but like you, you have to, you know, any podcast host, like, do I listen every week? No, no, I live it. I live it every week. And, you know, like, uh, my partner usually listens too, but like, yeah, you, you, you got to check, you got to know some, because we've made mistakes. Oh, have we? we, You know? Yeah. And you know, if you don't vote for yourself, how do you expect anybody else to vote for you? Yeah. 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 Um, It's that that same mentality. I, one time when I did pageants in high school, (laughs) My mom and dad always said, if you don't vote for yourself, how do you expect anybody else to want to vote for you? So Miss Congeniality was a vote amongst the contestants. Yeah. And I won Miss Congeniality in a pageant one year. That's good. 10 to zero. There were 10 contestants, which means I was caught voting for myself. Oh, because it was unanimous. Unanimous for Miss Conge- But only the pageant organizer knew that. And she told me as she was doing, you know, announcing and handing out things. She's like, listen, you little shit. <laughs> it's not very congenial for you to vote for yourself. Yeah. She's like, if one person would have got one vote, I would have given it to them. But it's what like, the fuck? I was like, sorry, I, I am the most, I, I cause it like I seize it. I was the most congenial. Nine people agree with me i you know what's crazy is that up until drag race i thought that being congenial or miscongeniality meant that you were kind of like the spiciest like spicy one because of that movie i didn't realize like it meant like you were congenial i I didn't know that congenial meant like nice i thought it meant like a uh i don't know a firecracker yeah yeah well why why are you trash like how have you been a firecracker in your life all right, so I'm I'm playing a big risk here by get, by telling this story right now, you know, because it's still before the time that it's going to occur. But if you're listening to this, then this weekend, like the weekend coming up on the Saturday, I'm hosting, you know, me and some and these two girls who I used to live with for years. We always have holiday parties and, you know, now we're all shacked up and stuff. So we let the boys come anyway. So we're having our annual, uh, one, um, one of the attendees shout out Ashley Reardon. She's going to be there. Shout out Ashley t-shirts available at the trashy, trashy threadless store. Okay. So I've been eating plant-based for the most part at the recommendation of my doctor, just so annoying, but like, Hey, you know, I ain't trying to die. I got shit to do. And I'm going to feed everyone a completely plant-based meal, but I'm not going to warn them. Oh, oh, I love. (laughs) You love? I'm like nervous. No, I think, I think risk it all. I like that. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm serving this plant-based meal that's going to be delicious. I mean, these are tried and true recipes. Like I've been eating plant-based for about a month now. Like these are going to be good recipes, but, or uh, sorry, adjusting to plant-based over the past mm-hmm. month. I don't want someone to fucking email me and be like, why did you say that on the podcast? I bitch, I saw you eat cheese because it was Thanksgiving mom, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're making like a mushroom 
bourguignon or whatever. Like I did ask everyone. I said, hey, is everyone like mushrooms? But I didn't say why. I didn't say because that's going to be your main source of protein. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll, I'll let you know how the reaction is. The thing is, is that, and maybe this is just an LA thing, but when you force healthy food onto someone, I feel like it's always like a universal reaction of like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this is probably better. So it's like, they're disappointed, but they also like, can't argue with you. They're like, well, I mean, like, I, this is probably for the best, you know? Right. Right. It's it's like, I don't like it. Did I, did I tell you? So I, when my friend was here uh, earlier this year, Winston was like, oh, here, I've booked a place for us to go to brunch on Sunday. And I was like, thanks, babe. How nice. And it was Gracias to Madre in West Hollywood. Oh, I have heard this story. I don't know if the, if I don't know if it was on the I, podcast. I don't or... remember, but it was a very chic. Just tell it again. Yeah, it's a very chic place. Very chic vegan restaurant has great cocktails, but it's it's an all vegan restaurant. We show up. Me and my friend go to sit down. Winston's park in the car. Throw throw in a keto a valet. Who knows? Maybe he's out there circling a meter. I don't know. We sit down. We start <laughs> to look at the menu. We order some drinks, and then we're looking at the food. And my friend goes. Oh, they have plant-based cheese dip. Okay, that's cool. And he just kept looking. He's like, wait, is everything here plant-based? <laughs> and then we were like, oh, shit, it is. We'd already ordered drinks. And Winston shows up. And we're like, did you know this was a vegan? Did you know this is a plant-based place? And he's like, no, I, I didn't. So then we all just sit there and we're like, well, we're not going to eat here. We're not going to do what? Brunch. It's so popular <laughs> the drinks were phenomenal chips and salsa amazing we paid for our drinks tipped heavily and gtf though <laughs> we got out we're like That's we're so, so sorry funny. and i was like i'm this is so trashy <laughs> we're so embarrassing right now but yeah, like, none of- it's not you didn't just stumble into like some random vegan place either like you stumbled into one of the most popular and like renowned vegan places in LA. Yeah. I knew it was plant-based, but my friend and Winston didn't. And Why I was didn't like, you say anything? I didn't. I just thought that's what they picked. I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. I was of all the taco joints. True. What are you? Why are you trash? So, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, the holidays are coming up. People are traveling more often. We we're going to use TSA pre-check, me and Winston, who is sure. my partner, who is older than I am, taller than I am, many things. We do not look alike. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm spoiling it. I just know this story. Oh, man. I'm glad you're talking about it. So we're, we're, we have clear, but we're standing near the clear station so that we can adjust like our bags and put our coats on, whatever. And the lady goes, oh, do you have clear? And we said, we do, but we're, we're just going to go through, you know, pre-check. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll just take you through it right now. So we kind of like had to. And she goes, are you two together? And we said, yes. And I go, he's on my account because we have a family account, Winston and I. Yeah. And this woman, with all sincerity, stares me in my fucking eye and goes, oh, is that your son? <gasps> to Winston. Six foot... <laughs> something winston 
two is older than I am. Like we're different complexion. I was like, like I know I have a mask on, and I just I was speechless. I'm sure my eyes got big as you know dinner saucers, and I was like, uh, uh, and she goes. I think she slowly caught on to maybe her mistake, but there was some silence. And then I go, yeah, my son, <laughs> I know, like a smart ass. Like what and did she need to say that for? What does is it matter? Your son. I, and so Winston's justification is that she was older. I had on, you know, a rolling suitcase and a, a coat and he just had a back, like his little, you know, messenger bag. He's like, I had a more youthful look. You had you know, a jack. Of, you a looked. You looked elderly. <laughs> you looked elderly. It's like no, absolutely not. That's so fucking. Oh, so, then she then she autocorrected and was just like, oh, I mean, your um husband, partner, uncle, bro- like every male somehow relative she could name. Lord Almighty. And <laughs> we were like, okay. So we messed around at clear, which took us like 10 minutes. There was no one in the TSA pre-check line. We could have walked right through. But clear, it, it's a, like a TSA pre-check, but they walk you to the front of the TSA pre-check line. But you I was going to gonna ask, why do you why do you have both? I, I had got it free with a credit card. Oh, I needed okay. it one time at an airport where the TSA line was long. So I just uh-huh. signed up for clear, like a trial. <laughs> got it through and still beat where i would have been going through tsa pre-check but clear you have to like verify your eye or your fingerprint there's all these like biometrics that you have to verify and i so we didn't say you know we just got through we went through security we sat down at a gate and then we come back (laughs) and i go i can't believe she thought and he goes i didn't i wasn't gonna say anything but i can't that's so you didn't react in the moment I mean, I did. I was like, yeah, my son. I mean, my eyes got big. I wasn't like, okay. are you blind, bitch? You know, like in my mind. But <laughs> I was like, I guess the eye cream's not working. Need <laughs> God. <sighs> He's like, you had a mask on? I was like, no, do not excuse that woman's behavior. Anyway, it was, it was wild. Uh, is that your son? What? what what, is this your son in what world (laughs) this oh it's getting me heated just thinking about it anyway age ain't nothing but a number but never but no you don't have a son in your in his 30s in his 30s yeah yeah let's get let's get into our stories you know like you know shocking developments have been happening all around and we have an update on a previous story yeah speaking of uh not looking right. <laughs> yep. This comes to us from Twitter's uh, Outkick on Twitter. And it was discovered. I don't know if you all recall, but we covered the Liver King, the natural living influencer who advocated for eating raw meat and, uh, you know, he eats organs and he looks like a like a caveman, like absurd. Like it's, it's just obscene what he looks he like. He looks like a bunch of balls all put together to be in the shape of abs yes uh, he claims he does not he, look like a person no he claims he lives an ancestral lifestyle and eats raw liver we talked about him on a previous episode he's just absurd uh, and of course he has like a supplement company where he sells you shit that to look course. like me 
Uh, and it's like, well, I thought I was just going to eat raw meat, bro. But so this. Well, Twitter no, post- you need this too. You need this. No, of course, don't have this. So anyway, there was a. Um, expose. Expose. Someone did. And a group of other bodybuilders uh, found a leaked email that he actually <laughs> spends about $12,000 a month on HGH, the human uh, growth hormone. So he's on steroids. He's on steroids to look this way. There's no, yeah, there's no not and looking like this. Guess what? He looks like he's on steroids. You do not look, look, you can get in shape and you can, you can even get pretty buff, but there is eventually a point where your buffness could, po- could possibly be from anything but steroids. Yeah. It's, it's obscene. Like he, the email leaked. But yeah, he he lists basically what he's taking. He takes 5.8 milligrams from the Empower Pharmacy, which is, again, almost $12,000 a month. And he's like, you know, I've been, ta- here's what I take. And he lists out every hormone, everything he takes, like this many weeks, this, you know, how long. And he's like, my doctor told me I could double it in effort to get in the, you know, upper 200s, lower 300s. But she thinks I could be a hyper non-responder. Basically, like uh, these aren't working as a fast as effective as I'd like. Like, is there something wrong? Anyway, it's just it's ridiculous. But yeah, f this guy. If anyone that tells you that we should live like our caveman ancestors, because you know what they did? They had worms and they fucking died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, eh. Yeah, they died in their 30s and 40s and not by heart attacks, which is what happens to people who take a lot of steroids. So don't do it. Don't do it. Can you imagine, like, I'm going to be gross for a second. So just, you know, five seconds, spoiler, but can you imagine what that guy's shits must look like? What, just raw meat and steroids? Yeah. (laughs) Probably not good. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of our our next story from thedailystar.co. There's yeah. No... Go ahead. Yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, this is uh this one's kind of upsetting. There's a website that offers to fill someone's house with poo-filled garden gnomes for 420 pounds. Feels kind of like a low price for what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. So there's a gentleman who scans the dark web for bizarre websites. He stumbled across a sick website. And again, it, it's basically, remember when you could fill somebody's lawn with, with lawn flamingos and they would have to pay to remove them and it could be like a little fundraiser. What? We used to, you ever seen that? Like, you know, like the, 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 like the stick in lawn flamingos. Yeah. People used to like pay to have somebody's lawn filled up with them, but then you could pay to remove it. And then that money, it was all like a fundraiser for like some organization, but like the kids would go and, you know flamingo your lawn but then you got to pay the kids to remove it and they're all raising money for the band or you know the bake sale that you know things up stuff like that I don't know. that's wholesome yeah we used to fork people's lawns with like disposable forks we used to just come and like cover their lawns with disposable forks <clears throat> there was no fundraising it was just to be assholes yeah yeah we used to tp houses and that was pure asshole behavior i actually sometimes like shower thoughts sometimes get guilt because there was one girl who had a really great house to TP and like, you know, so like choir kids and stuff, myself included 
frequently I was even the driver would like <laughs> TP this girl's house over and over and over again. Now the thing is, and this is probably just was a defense mechanism, but it like, she had such a good sense of humor about it. And so like, I think the boys all wanted to do it because it was like flirting with her yeah. and she, like she didn't seem like upset about it, but like, surely she must have been or her parents, her parents must have been. Yeah. It was a she might've been like, <laughs> how funny. Everyone likes me so much attention, but her parents were like, God damn toilet paper in the gutters again. <laughs> And, and, you know, we never TP'd someone that we didn't like. I think that was like, yeah. it was always like someone, you yeah. know, or like when we play pranks on each other, it was always with friends, but I don't know. I just sometimes like to this day, I'm in my thirties now and I feel these weird moments of guilt of like, why the fuck did we keep hitting <laughs> her house? Yeah. We like, did it to our crazy, like our, our coaches. If we were doing mm-hmm. like well in sports or making it into playoffs, we would TP or fork like our coach's house as like a bonding thing but. yeah like this thing makes me want to not have kids almost because i'm like i don't want yeah. my child popular as they may be to be the yeah, i don't know it's just yeah one time um my friends covered my truck i had a little s10 truck uh as my first car and uh they covered my truck in post-its like the yep. entire truck was covered in post-its and I was like done that already yep. running late to work or to work lol to school and I was like <laughs> oh my god like this is a bummer yeah yep. yep did that we would put uh like Vaseline underneath like door handles and stuff I'm trying to remember all the shit we did it was we also um a thing we did to our friends a lot was we would uh kidnap them oh that's crazy I've never ever done that and i see videos like that and i'm like oh yeah is every (laughs) i guess if that's like the culture between friends like maybe it doesn't scare you to get kidnapped but that's crazy we my favorite one my favorite one we ever did was the girl's parents were home they were sitting in the living room no knew what was going on you know they let us in helped us orchestrate it we'd unscrewed the light bulbs from her room strategic i know we're so we're sick we're just sick little fucks we unscrewed the light bulbs and then so her parents like hey you know good to see you you know so she went to her room flicked the light you know nothing comes on then we jump out and grab her throw in the back of a suburban i won't say who had a suburban in high school you know access to one all the time (laughs) i won't say who threw in the back of a suburban drove her out to like country roads you know gravel roads and then had a cake and happy birthday we I, mean, I was duct taped one time when i was kidnapped like my like my there's a photo of me being dragged but like hands and feet duct tape like it was some jawbreakers the movie shit like it surprised none of us got hurt at one like, of the like at what point <laughs> what if one of you guys would have really gotten kidnapped by someone and you're like oh it's cool it's just my friends or like what if an actual kidnapper was like oh these kids kidnap each other all the time. I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a fake kidnapper and just, you know, get them like an imposter stuff that never crossed our mind. You know, speaking of imposters. Yeah. This, this, this actually brings us to our next story. Oh yeah. From the complex.com. A marriage annulment was canceled after the ex-wife was found to be an imposter. She accused. <laughs> I started saving 
really? You see, you were going to say the same thing. But you did oh. it so much beautifully than I did. I would have done it. I would have butchered that French accent. That's so funny. Um, so a judge in British Columbia has canceled a marriage annulment after discovering that the ex-wife who has appeared before the court was an imposter. Yeah. So the man was attempting to get his marriage annulled. He used a woman to pose over a remote audio connection in court. Huh. And then to deny his ex pension, his ex-wife his pension benefits. So he was trying to get out of paying the money. What is the difference between a divorce and an annulment? So divorce is like an official ending. Annulment is if it never, not a lawyer. I think an annulment is as if it never happened. Like you can get an annulment. You have to get it like quick, right? You can't just get it like willy-nilly. Because it seems like these well, people if, if were there together was fraud, for a while. If there was fraud to have the marriage, like if the the fraud was was um like uh like it was null for like if it was fraud was used to have the marriage happen, an annulment is a legal annulment is just a legal procedure that voids a marriage and declares it null from its inception. So that means like it never happened. Essentially, it's retroactive. A divorce is this marriage was entered into. And now it is void at this point, but the marriage had happened legally. Is this just TV or is there something like if you have sex, you can't get annulled? <laughs> I think that's, that's like just TV, right? 1890s TV. <laughs> yeah, you've been watching 90s. You've been watching like Yellowstone's prequel or something. <laughs> Do you remember um, that movie with Adam Sandler and Kevin James called I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, where they were both like, firefighters firefighters yeah they needed benefits for health insurance or something right i mean yeah they wanted like to make sure that each other like got like got their pension and like the kids were taken care of yeah because like one of like one of their wives died or something and (laughs) so then they had to go get it something was, crazy yeah like yeah. the plot again the plot if, feels if loose. america took care of its people uh-huh i now pronounce you chuck and larry would have never happened and kevin james would not have been inflicted upon us further but you get to see jessica beale and her chonies in that movie you though. do i remember because yeah adam sandler is uh, pretending to be gay and then gay. he's like so she's Ooh. like oh, i'm gonna change in front of you i don't know if these jokes work anymore what there's a lot that doesn't hold up. Yeah. Just like this marriage. And oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> get back on the story. <laughs> so he was participating in the virtual hearing and he was claiming to have his ex-wife in the room. He explained to the judge that their marriage in 1999 <laughs> could not have been legally done because his ex-wife, soon to be, was not divorced from her ex-husband at the time. So this uh, is 23 okay. years later. He's like, I wanted an annulment, not a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically the actual woman got wind of the annulment after the administrator of her pension plan called her to update her. She said she was unaware of any court proceedings. You're like, I didn't go to court. <laughs> dang well the the judge was like oh that's a fake lady no you you burnt so um the moral of the story the silver lining was that the woman the ex-wife she's keeping those bennies get those bennies girl you know what 
some things in life have unexpected bennies. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like the animals in our next story. From NBCnews.com, the National Park Service urges visitors not to lick psychedelic toads. You keep those frogs out of your mouth. <laughs> the Sonoran Desert toad excretes a toxin through its skin that can make humans sick. Some people have sought it out for its potential psychedelic effects. Yeah, so these are like deadly frogs. And so this National Park Service is putting on Facebook, like, you guys... Can you stop? Like, I don't know who started this, but they, yeah, they literally said, I don't know. Like, we don't know whether a specific instance prompted this, but here we are. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. So it can make you sick. Yeah, it can make you sick. Uh, so <laughs> a little story time with Erica. Oh boy. I, there was a traveling group of uh-huh. medicine folk and they were offering toad medicine they had a license to practice where basically they would give you toad like the 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 ex the toxins a license where to practice what (laughs) i did ask a ton of questions because i could print something if if all i'm missing is a printer to have a sudden license to practice well i have a no printer details. so come over to my house <laughs> Send like, me what, the- do you, what do you mean a license to pr- i mean this i didn't ask a ton of questions All i mean I this knew- with love i just i don't know how you're not in a cult don't either i don't either. like anytime i watch something about an cults, angel girl anytime i watch something about cults i'm like this is horrible how could these people fall into it and then i like watch like two minutes of the leader talking and i'm like yeah, I'd sell my stuff and wear a robe and follow him around. He sounds great. I mean, you're literally, I'll let you finish your story, but I'm already a traveling medicine group with the license to practice. Full stop. Now I'm here to toad medicine. A a friend of mine had done it and vouched for it. That's how it always starts. (laughs) So they vouched for it. So I was interested. Oh my God. I was signed up, but they didn't get enough participants to make it viable so i you know, we i ended up not doing it yeah Probably thank god my- or you'd be dead in a red jumpsuit with white nikes on <laughs> you know yeah not far off not far off but i did i did try i'm sure i can pull up in my emails and find them and see if they're coming back coming back this way as they travel but so one of the chemicals found in the toad's skin buofatin not a doctor is illegal to possess in california it's neighboring but in Arizona, it can be legally captured up to 10 toads with the proper license. So maybe I had to go there. I can't remember the details. There was something. There was something. Like, I don't know if it was in California, if I had to go to Arizona to do it. But they had the ability to capture toads. And there is a license. But, like, who's the one who said you, like, have psychedelic effects? Because all I'm reading is this is poison this is poison this is poison i guess that's the whole point is that the national park service is like i don't know where you guys heard this but like that's not what happens you just get sick isn't there an episode of the simpsons where homer licks a poison toad he he like licks toads remember yes yeah so you think think that it's a simpsons episode 
The people yes, are- it's called uh, Missionary Impossible from 2000. I Yeah, Bart just says, Dad, are you licking toads? And Homer says, I'm not not licking toads. I do remember that. But maybe maybe that's what planted the seed in my mind was how much I watched The Simpsons and have tried to capture <laughs> their experiences in my life. Uh-huh. But man, they had some crazy neighbors on The Simpsons, you know? Yes. Yes, they did. I think they may have been the most disruptive ones. Oh, you know what? They had some neighbors who were um, quite, quite religious who liked marriage. Ned Flanders. Yes. Yeah. He was married for years. She passed. Did she? Yeah, she died. I think it's like a, oh, okay, here, uh, Simpsons fans don't yell me. I think she died at some type of race. Like there was a race and she gets hit with a tire. Oh, right man isn't that uh, like highlander how did ned flanders wife die in the 11th episode alone again natural diddly ma died in an untimely death in a freak accident involving a t-shirt cannon oh a t-shirt cannon i guess at an auto race not a tire a t-shirt cannon so yeah that's what it was wow Um, wow man i'm just pulling some deep simpsons today but well in our next story we've got some some angry neighbors oh oh terribly angry neighbors from the mirror.co.uk neighbors erect angry signs warning people not to get married at a popular wedding venue (laughs) i like to think that they're like we hate taxes and income in our city yeah i mean there's plenty of reasons to you know want a popular destination like city for weddings they make a lot of money but suppose if you're living right next door to the venue that would probably be pretty lame that's fair so these disgruntled villagers <laughs> are mad at these loved up couples they put up these signs telling them to not come near the stately home for their big day and that they're not welcome i mean this is bad business what they should do is take their stately homes and make venues because like if you tell people not to get married somewhere, they're going to keep doing it. There's yep. um, a place called the Huntington Gardens in... It's gorgeous in Pasadena. It's gorgeous. It costs a fortune to get married mm. there. And they make it a fortune because they don't want people to get married there. Yeah. And guess what? People still get married there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would all, just charge for parking at your stately home. I mean, there's an income... I mean, there's an ecosystem of income, but... They've said that some wedding ghosts were weeing in their gardens and other things. So they just made these signs that said, bride and grooms not welcome in Oxnead. It's pitched near the 16th century estate of Oxnead Hall in Alicium, Norfolk. I'm so sorry, UK listeners. I'm doing my best, but. Why don't you just get like, talk to the person who owns this place and go, hey, you need more porter potties. These people are peeing in my lawn. Yeah, like bring it up with your neighbor. I I don't know, man. Like yeah. this. So if there's um there are signs that say no more weddings. We've had enough. Exclusive question mark. More than 100 weddings this year. As if that's going to turn someone away. Be like, mm. more than 100 weddings. <laughs> so these neighbors own a 500 acre farm that surrounds the wedding venues. It's like again. Make 500 it. acres and they're coming to piss on your lawn why are you making it look so juicy <laughs> exactly thank you how green is that grass yeah 
They said they're disturbed by the loud music. One poor lady puts her children to bed to sound of Michael Jackson. We're unable to sit outside their homes in the summer and we often are disturbed by shouting and laughing. Guests have wandered through the yard and even relieved themselves in the gardens. I don't, I'm Irish now. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. That's I've lost right. it. That's I've right. lost it. I, that's deeply offensive to both, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, they, they've tried to take it up with the district council to no avail. Build yeah. a fence. <laughs> Build a wall. Just see, you heard it here from build Cassandra first. Build a wall. <laughs> or like hire security, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hire, I mean, hire someone, a beefy, a beefy person, beefy The liver king. Guard. I bet he'll need a job now that he's, you know, been called out. Uh, I bet he will. <laughs> but speaking of uh, beefy men. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. From NewYorkPost.com, a Florida man whose mugshot went viral for having such a wide neck. Well, he's been arrested again. <laughs> classic, classic. Uh, did you see this photo? Yes. It, he does, in fact, have a very wide neck. It reminded me of the uh, the Koopa Troopers from the original Mario Brothers movie. Uh-huh. I just That's just what it... I mean, bless his heart, but... Charles Wideneck McDowell. He rose to internet fame in 2018. Uh, yeah, also, like, bless his heart, but also he's in jail for, like, stalking and withholding child support, so. Ooh. Ooh, I don't care for that. But he does have a million Star. Instagram followers. Does he just take pictures of his neck? I mean, hey, you know, carpe diem. No. Oh, no. What? So he, he rose to fame. Fleeing the cops for drug offenses. Uh-huh. He then joined a rap group comprised of other online semi-celebrities Ugh. and recorded a video with fellow anatomical oddity Daddy Longneck, a younger, skinnier man with a very long neck. So just like I, raps about having weird necks? I hate it. I hate it here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I might I might sue them. Yes, yeah. That's a brilliant transition. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh there is a wonderful uh, Twitter account called Mug Shotties, uh-huh. and it's just hot people with mug shots. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then it, it lists the the <laughs> crime that they committed, and it's like, damn, she's like really attractive. Then you see it's a mug shot, and then it's like murder with intent, and you're like, oh shit. Okay. Hey, even hot people break the law. Yeah. Even hot people break the law. You know what's super hot? Ooh, so hot. Ooh, uh, you know what I found out this weekend? Oh, let's we'll we'll get the i'm going out of order from salon.com a florida woman so we found a florida man now we're gonna florida woman sues Kraft heinz over microwave time for single serving mac and cheese i found out this past weekend thanksgiving or two weekends ago whatever it is my brother does not use the microwave and i think i kind of knew that just just doesn't just doesn't use the microwave I, like, like at all? I, I hate to slam dunk on my brother right now, but I think I've talked about how I'm trash and how my mom is trash. So I feel like I might need to talk about him for a second. I knew that he didn't love microwaves for whatever like reason, but at Thanksgiving, we needed to heat something up quickly. I mean, I needed to melt chocolate or I don't know what, I, I don't know what needed to happen. Oh, I needed to melt butter. And so Taylor was about to go and melt it in the microwave and he was like, oh, I'll, I'll do it on the stove. I'll do it on the stove. And then he referenced like a study that he saw on Facebook of, he said, there was a little girl in middle school 
who did a science fair project where she had three same of the same plants and she fed one tap water, one distilled water and one microwave water Mm -hmm. and then, you know, measured their bacteria. And the one that had microwave water, it died. And so that's why my brother doesn't use a microwave is because a middle schooler in a, if this story is even true, because a middle schooler poured hot water on a pothos or whatever, and it died. And so anyways, it feels like an email forward from like the 2000 three era it you know? really does yeah. i don't know i had a laugh about it i was love like love it yeah okay well i i know people that don't use the microwave either and i yeah I, you know to each their own but i'm out here zapping i'm out here zapping away i'm not here for a long time i'm here for a good time and uh so i'd rather just speed it up with a microwave if yep. it needs it so was this nice. this woman in florida she was here for a a quick good time you know yeah so Kraft Heinz owns Velveeta so apparently according to this woman the company misleads customers regarding the amount of time it takes to prepare a serving a single serving cup of macaroni and cheese she filed a class action lawsuit saying that I wouldn't have purchased the Velveeta shells and cheese from the supermarket if I'd have known the truth because the statement of ready in three and a half minutes is false and misleading. The product takes longer than three and a half minutes to prepare for consumption. You guys, like maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. I would never think. <laughs> I would never, ever think. I, the, my macaroni and cheese took longer than three minutes. I need to sue them. You know, I hear you, but we have got to hold these companies accountable for their false advertising. It starts with Kraft Mac and Droney cheese ready in three and a half minutes. Okay. But the next it goes, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese will cure your Alzheimer's. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Uh, you know, the, the only thing to prevent having three legs when you when you have a baby, you know, baby born with three legs. We've got to hold them accountable for this advertising practices that they do. Her beef with it. It takes three and a half minutes in the microwave, but she's pissed off because it takes, it's like, well, what about the time it takes me to open the pout of pouch of cheese? And I got to fill it with water. Yeah. Yeah. And she's seeking more than 5 million in damages. Like grant it's a cat. It's a class action lawsuit, but like for real, like, okay, look, it, it, this story references tuna gate, which I think is legitimate because if you tell someone that this is tuna and it's not tuna, that's gross. But you're literally coming at Kraft macaroni and cheese because you needed it to take, you pissed off how long it takes you to open the package. Well, so that fifth, that $5 million. So if they win, half of that's basically going to go to the lawyer. She's going to get a bulk of the settlement. And then the rest of it's going to be distributed amongst all of these class members. So, so the consumers from Alabama, Alaska, Georgia, Iowa, New Mexico, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, and Virginia are also involved in this class. So they're representing who knows how many people everyone's going to get like 35 cents. That's not her and the law 
in the law firm, you know? And damn, I, I wish mean, I would have known about it because man, would I have cashed that check? It's, it's, this is so stupid for me. <laughs> Look, that's just, it's just fucking stupid. I'm I sorry. Know. I know, but we got to hold them accountable. They can't just be, you know, going, going willy nilly. You know? Speaking of being held accountable. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to, uh, we got to hold them to the fire. That's pretty damn sure. A Buddhist temple in central Thailand has been left without monks after all of them became defrocked because everybody tested positive for meth. Oops. You, you know how you got to have some energy to get up and meditate and be silent all day and do good work. I get it. You know, I've they never can, they can... done meth, but like, I don't imagine that I would be able to meditate and remain silent if I was jacked up on meth. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd make you want to do the opposite. I know. Well, so four monks, including an abbot, <laughs> tested positive for meth and they'd been sent to a health clinic to undergo drug rehabilitation. So, I mean, that's good. That's good, you know, but, but the temple is empty of monks and nearby villagers are concerned that they cannot do any merit making merit making involves worshippers merit making involves worshippers donating food to monks as a good deed it sounds like somebody was really trying to make their merits by getting these monks hooked on meth yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah just oh you you want some, some sandwiches some rice and vegetables what if i did you one better how about first, some meth? first one's free first one's free meth pills in thailand sell for less than 20 baht which uh in u.s currency is 50 cents around 50 cents apparently it's a popular drug out in thailand and it supplies everywhere and at this point it's cheaper than beer so uh it sounds like an issue dang yep. yeah yeah it's crazy like you know, I mean, not to be all, but you know, the Nazis were all fucked up on meth too. Were they? They were, yeah, the, the whole Third Right was like hella hyped up on meth. I mean, like, how else are you supposed to do the horrible? Yeah. The, but yeah. Were, yeah. Like it was crazy how much meth they were doing. Yeah. They were like, um, how can we do all these bad things? There's not enough time. And somebody was like, meth. Yeah. It was uh, fucking nuts, man. They stole so much. They did so many horrible things. But, oh, God, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys so much. But, yeah, they were just jacked up on meth. Speaking of stealing. Yeah. From the sun.co.uk. Gallery owners demand return of statues stolen willy, but vow not to take action against the thieves. Well, or it says well. Todger thieves, but I don't know what Todger means. And I don't know what this british uh terminology is let me see todger british slang uh, a penis oh it's a penis <laughs> whoops <laughs> all right yep it's a, it's a pod it's it's, it's a penis it's a penis yeah all right oh. well now we know yeah hey good to know aren't you going to london soon i do now i'll know yeah the, yeah the... it's best that you know all of the different words <laughs> that someone could be saying penis to you beforehand right <laughs> You toddy Americans. Oh, come on now. <laughs> now, thank you, sir. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so there's a naked male figure statue called Grim, but his little pee-pee was stolen. It was he was erected with his friend Havelock in 1973 outside of the Grimsby Institute. Um, but he got taken down in 2006, blah blah blah. Anyways. Yeah, they 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 said that <laughs> the statue's owner uh, said it, it was broken into in storage. And the rumor has it the private parts were in a drawer for many years, but eventually got lost. So, I mean, that means that someone at this institute is is definitely the culprit, because why else would you know that the penis was in a drawer for a lot of for a long time and nobody was checking the drawer? So who knows how long this has even been stolen? This could have because they took this uh statue down in 2006 because there was like so many vandals and so the penis could have been stolen in like 2008 you know yeah hey honey honey i'm cleaning out the drawer does this do you need this no oh yeah it's important to you i shouldn't i shouldn't touch it with my bare hand oh oh got it okay sorry about that sorry about that all right uh but uh we we this is a stone penis right yeah we're just so we're in agreement okay <laughs> i'm trying to be cool here but i'm you know what if you don't mind babe your stone penis i'm just gonna move it to the hutch if that's fine um i i would prefer you just leave it in the drawer but all right all right fine fine can you imagine having just a little couple like a little bicker a little couple's bickering over like a stolen penis stolen stone piece <laughs> honey you've had this now for 12 years give it a rest mm-hmm. well i wouldn't gonna put it in a quilt so then get rid of it well, i wouldn't have to give it a rest if you wouldn't have rested on me wow yeah yeah they escalate they fight yeah. nice they don't fight nice no no hey babes yes are you ready oh i'm ready are you ready i'm ready it's time for the dumpster fire Oh my god, hold on, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready! (laughs) Okay, now I'm ready. It's time for the Dumpster Fire of the Week. Oh my god! According to irishmirror.ie, a couple tells of three hours of horror on a Ryanair flight with a drunk rave on board and terrified passengers. That seems fun. <laughs> well, honestly, so yeah, they they just wanted an you know an easy easy journey to their destination, but they were cowering in their seat amid a drunken chaos on a Ryanair flight to Ibiza. Ibiza, hey. Ibiza. You did it to yourself. <laughs> I know, you, right? You're going you from it. you're going from <laughs> Ireland to to Ibiza. And you think that that plane isn't going to be full of drunk people? <laughs> and you're taking a Ryanair flight that costs you $32 to do so? You, It's like it's <laughs> like complaining when your seatbelt doesn't work on a Spirit Airline flight. It's like, and? You <laughs> flew Spirit Airlines. Yes. What did you expect? So there was a group of passengers that were partying in the aisle. They were blasting loud music, swigging vod- vodka from a bottle, you know, like just having a party. Uh, but the woman explained that her husband, 58, has a heart condition, was accosted on the way back from the bathroom by a boozed up youth 
who hit his hand before making a rude gesture. Why did you hit? <laughs> Let me just ask. <laughs> what did your husband? He was just walking to the bathroom, minding a, his own business, and one of the drunk youths just hit his hand. I feel like your husband might have been starting some shit. If you're the person who's talking to the newspapers about this horrific experience, yeah, maybe your husband said, "Move out of my way, drunken youth." Yeah, yeah. This they were leaving the Adam. They were going from Edinburgh to Abitha. I don't picture this gentleman taking this, saying something like, "Oh, excuse me, lads. Do you mind if I get around you?" Or being very, very nice. <laughs> The group of people, by the way, who were having the rave was 70 people. Not so, six, not four, not 10, 70. You're outnumbered, bro. Yes. Just like, honestly, either join them or, or yeah. I mean, like, look, I don't like rowdy drunk people either. I, I don't like it at all. But sometimes you have to just accept your circumstances. This woman said like she claimed or she uh, filed a complaint with Ryanair but they just got like some sort of copy paste response to them like oh we're so sorry that you had a bad experience like bye <laughs> yeah it's like listen we took no responsibility and it gave no assurances that it wouldn't happen again <laughs> Ryanair's like I'm not a mind reader I don't know what's gonna happen in the future why the fuck should those there's what three four flight attendants max why would they they can't control 70 people. Like, what are that's they going to do? Yeah. I'd lock myself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, or just like watch something on my phone and mind my own business. And it, if, as long as they're not fucking with the pilot. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the woman said that they've got, they've got you because it's cheap flights. But even though it's a bargain, you shouldn't have to go through that. Passenger safety comes first. But what happened to you? But what happened to you? What what happened to you? I mean, it was loud. Sorry. Sometimes there's babies on a plane that cry. Like, we can't help it. Oh, she said they were banging on the roof, taking their tops off, showing their little chest and their little nipple hair. And they're just, they're glistening little bellies. Oh, Look, nobody likes, nobody likes Gen Z, bro. But like, they're the youth now. So the, when he was on the husband going to the bathroom, a guy hit my husband's hand as if to do a high five. So she made it sound like he was like slapped his hand, but it was like he was trying to high five him and yeah. but then gave him the finger. Oh, so he like got his ass. He yeah. said, hey, high five. And then your husband put his hand up to high five. And then he was like, gotcha. Joink, gotcha. <laughs> joink. And now this woman is like, our safety. <laughs> I have to emphasize, I would hate if this happened to me oh my god be hate so if i was on miserable. a plane air karen 70. i would go full air karen Absolutely. oh my god the emails i'd be writing mid-plane <laughs> i'd be finding the president of ryanair's home address and sending him letters like a hundred percent i'd be so upset but just be cool <laughs> yeah so i mean it just <laughs> it is what it is like they got off the flight and they said, oh, my God, we need a drink. Like, you could have had a drink on the plane. It they sounds were, like. They were passing around stuff they bought in duty free. Yeah, I don't know. It's so silly. There was no police waiting. Oh, go ahead. Oh, it could have been an absolute riot because they were banging into people, shouting in people's faces. There could have been a war on that plane. Okay, calm down. 
<laughs> okay. A war. <laughs> like, first of all, this would never happen in America, just for what it's worth, because we have like air marshals and like people are crazy, like violent crazy. <laughs> So just be happy that like you, we have people who choke out flight attendants while holding a baby because they don't want to sit down before the plane lands and you're crying because a bunch of 22 year olds got a little drunk on your flight to Spain. Shut up. Did you see that video of that woman who was holding, like, literally the flight attendant was like, you need to sit down, we're about to land. And she was like, ah, I'll kill you. And she's like holding an inf- a toddler and choking a flight attendant. It's crazy. And that's like, did it to me. People lost their goddamn minds. Like, something happened. When? 2022? 2020. Of course. It was COVID, babe. COVID has made people lose their minds and air travel and just the entitlement and all of these things. People don't like to be controlled. They don't like it. They freak the fuck out. Or well, rather, I shouldn't say Americans or people. It's Americans. Americans do not have freedom unless (laughs) it comes to the things that they don't like. Yeah. You shouldn't control anybody. I should be able to do whatever the hell I want. But gay people, nah, that's against marriage. That's not sanctity of marriage. Jesus Christ. Oh, speaking of like, you know, uh, do whatever they want. It is that time of year where you're going to see a bunch of holiday cards from like Mm -hmm. deeply religious Christian people that are women. (laughs) The women of the family are mouths taped shut and it's like peace on earth. Oh, yeah. We talked about those last year. Yeah. Like the men. Yeah. That they have their wives and daughters with their mouths taped shut being like, this is this is what peace on earth is. Peace on earth. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm like, are y'all like, did something happen to you? (laughs) Yeah. We were doing our holiday card this year. We were like putting it together and we had to figure out what to write on the back of it. And um we ended up writing some shit like, you know, happy holidays or I don't know what the fuck we wrote, but we were just like looking at it because it's like pictures of like us and pretzel. And I wanted to just write, hey, look, our old dog died and we have a new one now. It's OK, because it's like, yeah, you know, like, this, look at this dog. Like, but that's not the dog we've had. You know, yeah. but she died. She had cancer this year. Like, yeah. you know, some people put on their Christmas cards like you know oh this is uh so-and-so's first year of football so it's like (laughs) the other dog had cancer the same time that we had covid um but now we have this puppy and um (laughs) not laughing it's just (laughs) i I wish people were more honest yeah i wanted to (laughs) it crossed my mind i was like i should just send it and see what people say but you know, it's too expensive of a endeavor to send too many jokey cards. I did take a screenshot of it. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you. We'll post it on the Instagram. Yeah, let it be my Christmas card. <laughs> what oh, uh, What are you hoarding these days? Yes, thank you. What am I hoarding? Oh, yes, I'm hoarding. So there's a little local pub here in Los Angeles. Sorry for uh-huh. doing a local, but it's called okay. Tam O'Shanter's. It's a delightful little pub and it 
is a Scottish steakhouse. It's been around since 1922, so it's 100 years old. It's very cozy and sweet inside. It actually looks a little like some of the, it looks like some of old Disney kind of gives that um, uh, aesthetic um, just because a lot of the original Disney Imagineers and animators and stuff would walk across the street and drink on it, drink there. So it's kind of inspired some of that like cottage core forest-esque look that some of the you know old Disney aesthetic was. It's really charming. But what uh-huh. they do, you know, I've gone there for drinks, I've gone there for dinners, lovely, lovely. But they have this thing called Tam O'Shanter Speakeasy that they do once a month. Oh. And it's like a private ticketed thing where they have like this very small back room <gasps> where they have like a special cocktail menu. You have to like say a password. It's all very you know, the crow flies at midnight, wink, wink. Did you do it? Yes, Winston, I did it. I want it next time you, please, I want to yeah. go next time. Yes, absolutely. I will absolutely let you know. It's really cute. Yeah, they had like a, a little band playing and oh my you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it was like really cute. It's, it's just little speakies. That they do. I think they do it about like once a month. Sometimes they'll have like- How do you art. find out about it? You know, I just have my ways. Uh um so fun fact about Tam O'Shanter and I kind of like mentally boycotted that place and I feel guilty about it now because I was like just googling it as you were talking there was like a bar in Los Feliz that like the proud boys would meet up at a lot they're like mm-hmm. the you know like the alt-righty guys in like 2018 and that eventually got called out of like yo you guys let alt-right people come there and then um, and I thought for some reason, for the longest time I've been holding in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, Tam O'Shanter's like, that's where the racists go. It was the Griffin. It wasn't it was the Griffin. Yeah. It wasn't Tam O'Shanter's. So <laughs> I'd like to formally announce that my boycott of Tam O'Shanter's has ended and it could have ended a long time ago with just a Google search, but you know, I I've, I've done a similar thing where I've, I've had a feeling about something that's yeah. incorrect. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's like half truths are there or like a fraction of the information is correct. But I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, I don't fucks with Tom no more. And they're like, oh, yeah. why? And I'm like, I don't remember. But maybe he's a not. I can't remember exactly why. But I know it's not. And then it's like, oh, no, Tom's fine. It's Jerry I hate. Oh, God. Embarrassing. I haven't spoken to Tom in two years. like tom didn't do that jerry was jerry did it gosh you're kidding me yeah (laughs) oh so many times what did you send me uh i sent you how to get into the little speaking are you kidding me okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do it then um i love that yeah but yeah, God, have I done that so many times? Like a like a dumb dumb. <laughs> I feel like I've told other people. Like I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. going to Tom Tamo Shanters. Are you sure? No, that no. place is historically racist. Oh my God! What there is a guy that I don't like. Uh, for but do you for, know why? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely know why. Mine are absolutely correct and justified. He has a name similar to another person. Uh-huh. And so I have a very like hard stance, like we don't fucks with this guy. Okay. Well, Winston has been going around telling people 
oh, that guy? Oh, we don't fucks with him. And it's the name that sounds similar to this guy's, but it's not. Oh, no. <laughs> so he, was, he said that to like a friend. He's like, oh, yeah, Eric and I don't fucks with that guy. And they're like, why? And he's like, oh, this thing. And then the friend knew why I didn't like the actual person. And he was no, dum dum. It's the uh, it's this person. Once <laughs> so was like, oh, eh. Anyway, it's <laughs> just keep talking, somebody for years. <laughs> In my honor, you know. I mean, love. That's no, that's nice. That's but it's the wrong person. <laughs> I really found out recently, and I was like, you know what, babe? Honestly, love it. <laughs> We love a ride or die. Who cares? We love a ride or die. At all costs. <laughs> so much. Anyway, what are you? What are you hoarding? I am hoarding a shampoo conditioner. This is a hair product. I bought their shampoo, their conditioner, and their leave-in. It's um, the brand is called Ava NYC E V A NYC. My hairdresser recommended it to me because i was like i was using like the costco stuff because i'm like poor and i'm trying to not (laughs) spend money and it was just fucking up my hair and i was like i hate this i hate it and i said and i was ready to be like all right like where's the red ken where's the kevin murphy like i'll start paying extra money just whatever and she said actually uh, at Ulta, they sell this Ava NYC and it's relatively low cost and it's really great. And so I got it. The bottles are like smaller, but whatever. So they're like seven or eight dollars a bottle. I've been using it for like two, three weeks now. My hair is gorgeous. She's shiny. She is not frizzy, which is major for me because I normally have very frizzy hair. So uh, Ava NYC, I wish that more people would share their secrets, you know, so I didn't have to mm. send my hairstylist like an eight paragraph essay about how I feel guilty about using the Costco stuff and how I don't have any money. I don't know. It's empathetic. I, uh, anyways, Ava <clears throat> NYC. I'm going to tell you a little thing called hair story. Uh-huh. And it's a shampoo that feels like a conditioner. Oh. But you don't, it doesn't have any like the sulfate. My hair's felt so soft hair story hair story okay um what was the stuff it was green and it was like a two-in-one and like it was very 90s everyone you pert was it was that the one where they were like the the commercials where they were washing people's hair like on the street hurt plus yeah they come up to you absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and they'd be like can we (laughs) can we wash your hair and then they would get their hair washed and blow dried, allegedly. And they were like, "Hi, oh guys, it's so nice." And I was like, "Well, that's pert. <laughs> we used this. We had pert in the house. <laughs> we definitely had we did pert too. in the house. Yeah, I think everyone oh. in the '90s had pert in the house. God, um, <laughs> what are you throwing out? Yes. Oh, okay. So Peacock, I loved you. I loved you so much, Peacock. Oh. But. Peacock pulled a Discovery Plus. And Peacock did a four-part series with Casey Anthony. A oh, yeah. <laughs> documentary series where Casey Anthony tells her side of the story. It's called Where the Truth Lies. It's a three-part, I guess. This bitch. It's supposed to, it, truly, I think she thought, ugh. I'm going to speak. People are going to see my side and it's going to redeem me. 
the more she speaks, the more, because there's some things where you go, hmm, actually, that does sound plausible. Maybe as the media, we definitely tried her as a woman. But then she'll say something like, I wouldn't wish having a murder trial happen to anyone, you know, on my worst enemy. I wouldn't, you know, wish anyone go what I went through. Not losing a daughter, but being tried for her murder. And I'm like, bitch, you lost the thread. Don't you see? Like, don't you hear yourself talking? Like, do you want anyone to empathize with you? Is she in prison? No, she was not. She was found not guilty in 2011. So what does she have to care then? I mean, people still think she's a baby murderer. Do you think she is? I I don't know that she intentionally killed Kaylee. Like, I don't think here's what I, I don't think she, Oh no, we're getting on the Casey Anthony. (laughs) Oh no, no, I'm not defending her. As soon as you said, here's what I think. (laughs) I know. I heard it. I heard it. I don't think she, (laughs) she was like, Oh, I'm going to kill this little kid. I think something happened and she, the, the cover up, was you know was the i mean the cover-up is what happened more than so than i think it was an possibly an accidental death versus this whole murder thing and then she's saying like her dad had all this influence and did all these things and it's like even if her dad you know if she was drowned in the pool like why didn't her dad just call in an accidental drowning why did he have to do all this like hide it just None of this shit makes sense that she's talking about. None of it. So I just, uh, but again, she she doesn't say, I wouldn't wish losing a daughter on anyone or, go, you know, having your daughter be murdered. It was literally, I wouldn't wish going through a murder trial on anyone, on my worst People can't enemy. just like disappear can they because i mean it's like the oj thing where he wrote that book like if i would have done it if i would or like all these crazy people who've gotten these crazy things happen they're like i mean look i get it like these networks must be offering you a lot of money to do it but like i couldn't if you (laughs) i couldn't pick casey anthony out of a lineup like because it's been so long since i've thought about her Oh, I never not think about her. I never okay, not well, think that's about a, that that's stupid a, bitch. That's a you thing. That's a me thing. It just—it <laughs> was so egregious. Like every explanation she had, I, I think something did possibly traumatically happen to her. I, there's so many fucked up things, but again, it goes back to the I wouldn't wish being prosecuted for murder on my worst enemy. You know, going through a trial rather than losing she didn't my child. Edit it. Maybe it got edited bad. I mean, yeah, she, that's even a be- the beginning of it is like, why are you speaking to us now without creative control? She does not have edit on this, but she still said it. It doesn't matter if you, you know what I mean? Like she still that's said fair. it. <laughs> anyway, fuck her. But anyway, what are you throwing away? Hey guys, this is Erica just jumping in to say, trigger warning, uh, Cassandra and I discuss our history of disordered eating and talk about some unhealthy things and this is going to be upsetting for you go ahead and skip towards the end um we just wanted to give you a trigger warning for this episode thank you <laughs> i'm throwing out ezekiel bread <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> shit sucks <laughs> and it's so expensive so, you know, in my plant-based journey, I'm trying to like really, you know, not do a lot of processed stuff if I can help it. And, but sometimes a bitch got to eat bread, you know, um, 
uh, make like a smashed split pea toast or avocado toast, hummus toast, whatever. So I was eating the Dave's Dave's bread, which is awesome. My doctor was like, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to do bread, like, why don't you check out the Ezekiel bread? And I was like, Ugh, I used to get Ezekiel bread back when I was in my early to mid twenties and I had an eating disorder. Like, yeah, sucks, yeah same, you know? Um, but I was like, all right, whatever. So I put it on um, Taylor's grocery list to get. And then uh, he gets, I, I talked to him yesterday after he's done with the grocery store. And he's like, that Ezekiel bread's very expensive. And I was <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like, what was it like four or five bucks? Like, I don't know. That's expensive for a loaf of bread to me. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't do it. Yeah, of course. Like, and well, he was yeah. like, it was, it was in the refrigerator. It was in the fridge section. And I was like, oh yeah. Cause it goes bad fast. Uh, he's like, it was $7. And I was like, that makes me want to just learn how to make me on bread. Is inflation really at a place where the only bread that's quote unquote healthy is $7 a loaf? That's like, insane. That's fucking nuts. And again, you heard Erica, right? When I, her first reaction, she's not wrong. It's gross. It doesn't taste good. It tastes bad. So, I mean, I'm the fool. I'm the clown. I should be throwing myself out because I'm the one who has a $7 loaf of nasty ass bread in my fridge. <laughs> but it just like, why are you $5? Ugh, I don't know. Just yeah, frustrated because I really think like I don't want to make my own bread, Erica. I already make everything else. I <laughs> we're cooking at home so much. All I do is make stuff. I don't want to make my own bread on top of it. I don't want that for you either. I don't want that for you either. I don't even recognize myself anymore. Just- what are those little cra- Gigi? Oh, remember like those little crackers people told us for bread for a while? Like, is it called Gigi crackers <laughs> or something? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like my days of like, I'm just, I'm just eating low carb. It's like, no, yeah. I have an eating disorder. I'm just telling you all I eat low carb. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. They were like yeah. these little like crackers that were supposed to be like, oh, they're so good. And they were like fiber. Uh, God, yeah, I, I had some. There was some gluten free crackers that I yes, was it was a eat, and I was like, oh, this is yeah, this is bread. Gigi Scandinavian brand crisp. Yeah, brand. that shit was horrible. I, there were so many things like that that I'd be like, no, it's it's like I'm eating toast. <laughs> it's just horrible. I just put like you know a little bit of tuna from a can, um, with no mayo in it, and um. it's like sushi (laughs) (laughs) it's like no look it's like pizza i can make pizza oh my god (laughs) you remember the fucking the worst is like oh my god okay so you cut a zucchini in half and you hollow it out and then you just fill it with fucking meat cheese and sauce and congratulations you're eating pizza Well, now grocery stores are now putting those uh wasa multi-grain crisp breads like we got some as a uh like a sample just like at ralph's like they were like here take some of these and i was like not a fucking kid you get that out of here yes the wasas are the ones that i would eat uh or no it, i ate another one but it's the same shit it's the same it's all the same kind of shit it's like oh it's crunchy it's like bread you can make you can make cinnamon toast out of this. It's like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. 
put together a charcuterie like just eat this and salty meat (laughs) and then you'll be skinny although i was skinny i was yeah oh god (laughs) it's best we remember that uh we were thinner (laughs) we're not advocating and if you have a problem with eating disorder you should definitely check out uh eating disorder hotline (laughs) we're having responsibility we're journalists ah we are you know we're talking about our own experiences but there's definitely anad.org or the national eating disorder.org for help if you are experiencing you know going through things um we absolutely you know encourage you to go through help and and seek recovery it is hard you're not alone but we are we are laughing we are laughing through pain we are through our pain through our pain and uh and it was so fucking expensive expensive too it was so oh my god you know what i would just you know what i would eat i would just eat like turkey meatballs from trader joe's like only like i would just buy turkey meatballs and i was like and you're like this is lunch <laughs> yes girl dinner yeah 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 all three and then i had oh god i ate so much protein i, I was basically the liver king i sam i went through my my low carb <laughs> phase was yeah it was just the just, liver king i was gassed on from beauty and the beast like i had like 17 eggs a day it was just like oh. hot eggs and like turkey hot dogs it was like i had hot dog eggs almost every morning yeah oh i'd like, eat kale and sausage for breakfast or bacon oh my god the the times that i would just put like kale spinach and like a fucking shitty banana into a blender and go mm, smoothie starving <laughs> starving dude i was fucking starving starving oh god oh my god oh oh, i'll put put chia seeds in it too so that my like okay (laughs) oh lord chia seeds and i was like oh it's good it's (laughs) anti-inflammatory ones and you have to use them for your smoothie Okay, I have chia seeds in my house too because I'm eating plant based. I'm like, I might be poking fun at myself right now. I remember I used to do this too, and I, I would get a like a knife with some peanut butter, and I would put some blueberries on there, and I go peanut butter and jelly. Oh, Lord, sick, sick. I'm so glad we're you know have our own other fucked up things we do now. <laughs> I know. Oh man, Ooh. I like my secret, uh, my secret fuck you surprise vegan meal to all my friends. Anyways, anyway, this is taking gonna, a turn. This is taking a dark turn. Sorry if this is triggering. Where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram. And uh, where can the people find you? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram, TikTok, or you can always find me at trashytrashypodcast.com, where if you just slide over, you can listen or contact us or even hit that merch tab that'll take you directly to our merch, merch. Link, which is trashy trashy yeah did you hear a cute little ad in the in the middle of the episode mm-hmm. wow that was fun <laughs> yeah you can also email us at trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com tell us why you're trash send us stories we love that one of our stories this week was given to us by tina curry we forgot to mention that adam cantley always a wonderful story sender ender oh um, my god and you know what i've been getting i got a cartoon plumber over instagram oh from one of our fan from one of our fantastic listeners, Zachary. 
He sent me um, Sullivan Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, and it is a cartoon plumber, uh, a man dressed as a superhero with an S for Sullivan on his chest. And what what a delight. So thank you so much. We love that stuff. We always appreciate your five-star reviews. Um, we read them. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And if you have bought the merch, send us a picture of you in it. We want to oh see God, some. Yes. We'll post it on the socials. We want, Be our models. You're, you're the, the, the lifeblood of this podcast. Like, let us show you off. Let us show you off. Oh, right. baby. Baby, let me show you off. Baby, I'm, I'm a wear that slutty t-shirt tonight i wanted to show you after all my friends baby enough crackers let's go (laughs) (laughs) all right hey Cass. (laughs) what's going on girl stay garbage you stay garbage girl i will bye bye bye